it's a difficult moment in our democracy, and I think that part of what I love about this activity is that it, it, it acts as a sort of expression of faith that we do still have um, something in common as Americans, and, and, and that kind of deep uh, commitment to preserving and protecting the, the thing that we have here as a, as a liberal democracy, I think that's a big deal. And sometimes it feels like a losing battle, but it's worth it to keep fighting for that. So thank you for doing this. Yeah, I'm gonna... Um, Welcome to a How We Win bonus pod. 15 days until the most important election of our lives, action is the best antidote for anxiety, and we can all make a difference right now. Today, we're taking you into the field to get the sounds and vibe of Saturday's Vote Forward Big Send letter writing party in Los Angeles. We hear from activists doing work for groups like Northeast Arizona Native Democrats and Momtivist. We get some inspiration from volunteers writing letters to voters, and we hear from the man himself, executive director and founder of Vote Forward, Scott Foreman. I'm Steve Pearson, and this is a How We Win bonus pod. A special uh, little bonus pod for you because we only have days left until Vote Forward's big send date that is coming up. That is this Saturday. And uh, I want you all writing as many letters, helping them reach their goal of 5 million letters uh, if we can do it. I know we can do it. I know we can do it because we are the persistence. So uh, on Saturday, I was at the Los Angeles Vote Forward letter writing party. There was also another event going on in New York at the same time. And uh, it was great. It was so inspiring to be there. Hundreds of people sitting at tables writing letters with a DJ, with delicious food and drinks and an ice cream truck and festive atmosphere. Uh, Keiko Agina from Gilmore Girls was there. You'll remember her from an interview she did on our show a while back. Also, Kira Sedgwick, another How We Win interview alum, was there. And uh, it was just like, it, it was a throwback to the kind of stuff we were doing in uh, the last midterms in 2018. It was really fun. So uh, I just want you to hear from the people who were there, and I want you to hear from Scott Foreman, uh, the executive director. So I'm going to play you some interviews that I got there, starting with Scott. I hope it inspires you to write some letters. Uh, we will have the link to adopt some letters in the show notes. So if you want to go there right now, download some letters while you're listening and start writing. Uh, I think that's a swell idea. Why don't you do that? Okay, uh, here is our field report from Los Angeles Vote Forward Big Send Letter Writing Party event. Here with Scott Foreman, the executive director and founder of Vote Forward. And uh, first time seeing you in real life, having had a few interviews on the Zoom. It's great to see you. Welcome to Los Angeles. Thank you very much. It's great to see you too and to meet you in person for the first time. <laughs> um, this is really a cool event. Like, you know, writing letters shouldn't be like a cool thing to do. I mean, it is, but you know, the hundreds of people in a room writing letters, uh, yet there's uh, good food and entertainment and a yeah. dance project yep. and DJ. Yeah. Uh, how does this feel um, doing this right now, a few weeks before the election? Uh, so th this is, 
the first time I've been at something like this in a very long time, um, you know, because of the pandemic, we couldn't really do this kind of thing for a long time. And uh, it has a great vibe. Um, you know, I am not always uh, feeling that inspired uh, my, uh, personally. Sometimes it takes <laughs> a little bit of a boost. Okay. And uh, having all these people in the room together, uh, it just feels it feels great. It's it is quite inspiring and uh, heartwarming to see so many people are are able and willing to you know take some time out of their weekends to uh, come volunteer in this way that really works and have some fun doing it. Um, it's uh, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. And so a couple of weeks out, um, and but really only a week and a half before the big send date, which less is that actually it's uh, less than that. A big send is on Saturday, October 29th, which is a week from today. Um, so we only have seven more days to write letters to voters this year. And uh, if you haven't done that yet, I would very much encourage you to uh, to, to write a few. Uh, and uh, and yeah, so so far this year, more than 40,000 people have written at least one letter. So that can be a little bit hard to imagine. But if you think about a full stadium of people, that's the number of people who are doing this. Um, and uh, uh, I find that pretty inspiring as well. We have about four and a half million letters written so far, um, and we're hoping to get to five. Uh, so there's a little bit farther to go, but stuff like this, what we're doing today, this kind of event definitely helps. And I would encourage people to go back and listen to our full interviews where you talk a lot about uh, how effective uh, the letters are. But frankly, there's not enough time. We need you writing letters. <laughs> so um, can you really quickly uh, talk about the efficacy of these letters? Sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, the short story is just that we know with a great deal of confidence that these things really do increase voter turnout in a meaningful way. And that's not an easy thing to do. Uh, we know it because we've tested it using what are called randomized controlled trials, which are sort of the gold standard for proving the efficacy of this kind of intervention. Uh, over the course of now a number of years in many different electoral contexts, we've seen uh, statistically significant increases in voter turnout among the people who get specifically these kinds of letters in the mail. Uh, so you can rest assured that we have uh, tested it quite thoroughly and uh, you will reach real people who really do need to be reminded uh, to vote. And if you remind them, there's a pretty good chance that uh, you'll help them get to the polls. And it's a couple, like a point or two point uh, in our favor with these letters, the efficacy, correct? Yeah. yeah, it depends. We've seen a range, but anywhere from, you know, half a percentage point up to three plus percentage points. And that might not sound like a lot, but in the world of getting out the vote, that makes it actually one of the most effective known tactics that there is. Absolutely. Um, so if you're spending any time doom scrolling or, Looking at or stupid posting polls. Or, po or riding the polar coaster, as people say, I heard <laughs> yeah. that the other day, I kind of like that. Um, that does not help. Um, your anxiety doesn't help. Uh, but writing letters and reaching out to voters uh, does. Um, so please do it. These are effective field margins, and they are within the margin of effort, which is my new favorite way to margin describe these polls. Yeah. These polls are all within the margin of effort, and these letters can close that gap. Like so. that. Margin of effort, that's a good turn of phrase. Yeah. <laughs> so, Scott, great to see you. Thanks for everything that you've done, and um, I hope as you watch 
these letters unfold, the results unfold, that was bad. That was clumsily done, but we'll, we'll see what happens. But uh, thank you for, for all your dedication, all your work. Yeah, thank you so much. It's great to see you here, and um, thanks for, for covering the event and for talking, talking with us and, uh, and supporting a, a Vote Forward's efforts over the years. Um, uh, the, the polls do seem to be very tight. Um, every election is close now, um, and uh, the, uh, if you, if you want to feel like you have done something when the results start rolling in in a few weeks, this is a very easy way to get started. You can write just five. It'll take you 20 minutes. Um, so uh, go to the website, votefwdvoteforward.org, uh, and uh, you can sign up. You can adopt some, some voters, as we say, and we'll walk you through the whole process. Um, couldn't be easier. Um, so, uh, so yeah, thanks again. Love it. We'll do it. And uh, we'll have that link in the show notes as well for everyone, of course. Thanks, Scott. Awesome. Thank you again, Steve. I'm here with Jane Wishon, who is one of the amazing Los Angeles activists who runs Westside Dem HQ. Jane, what brought you here to this event today? Well, I have um, a, a really personal stake in making sure that people vote. Um, because I have friends all over the country and in many places they have to work hard to vote. Um, it's not as easy as it is here in California. You're here writing letters for Vote Forward. Uh, we know that this helps a lot as much as one or two percentage points. Um, have you been writing letters before? Or is this your first time doing this? Well, it's my first time writing letters. I've done postcards before, although my handwriting is not great. So I love the letters because it's, you know, really, it only has a few phrases that I need to fill in in my own personal handwriting. Thank God. <laughs> and, and can you share what you're writing? Can you share one of the phrases that you're writing to uh, voters? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think one of the things that disenfranchised voters sometimes struggle with is whether or not their vote matters. And so I've been writing that some elections are decided by only a slim margin, and so my vote and their vote makes a big difference. I am here with my friend Jennifer Eyes, former field director for Swing Left, current badass doing a million things, and here uh, just sitting writing some letters for Vote Forward right now. Um, Jennifer, first of all, it's great to see you. It's been too long. It's been since pre-pandemic that we've seen each other in real life. Um, how are you doing and how are you feeling right now with weeks to go before the election? Um, thanks for asking. It's good to see you too. I can't believe it's been that long. Um, it's feeling good. I'm staying busy. I'm the out-of-state director now for the Northeast Arizona Native Democrats. Um, but, you know, the Swing Left family never really stops being family. Um, it's exciting to be here writing and seeing all these people and the, you know, what Swing Left did so well uh, and Shaw was such a key architect of that was making this, you know, working in elections fun, hip, interesting. Artists are involved and dancers and musicians and people who create food as art. And so it's always fun. Whenever Shaw puts together something like this, I show up because I know I'm going to have fun, but I can also bring my husband and my mom and they'll have fun and they'll be contributing to the election. So it feels good. We're, you know, everyone's worried right now. It's always hard to see how it's going to go. I have absolute faith that people understand the choices that we're making right now and the hard work people have put in for four, five years now, my goodness, um, is going to pay off. All that, all that time we've spent investing, all of this volunteer time, it's going to pay off. Now, uh, tell me a little bit about the work specifically you're doing in Arizona. Oh, I would be delighted to. 
So the Northeast Arizona Native Democrats is a project of the three county parties up in Northeast Arizona, the Navajo County, Apache County, and Coconino County Democratic Committees. And it specifically was created to ensure that voters on Navajo, Hopi, and Apache sovereign lands uh, had better access to the ballot, were educated about what was on the ballot, and this was essential because um, there are really substantial barriers to voting if you live on sovereign lands in Arizona. There are very few places to vote um, because the state does, still doesn't fund the county parties, which have to pay for, I mean, sorry, the county elections offices, which have to pay if you, and, you know, to create polling locations and ballot drop boxes. Well, the Navajo Nation is the size of West Virginia, and there's, you know, there are very few paved roads. It's still incredibly difficult to go cast your vote. So what this organization has been doing has been uh, reaching out to voters now for three and a half, four years, every year, not just election years, and establishing relationships with local Democrats in their communities, um, encouraging Native uh, organizers and um, candidates, uh, and those relationships have lasted beyond each election, and we're seeing the results. Uh, voting in Navajo County in the primary this year was up 9% compared to voting in the midterms in 2018, the primary then. I know! And that was the highest of any Arizona county. So it matters that the organization is Native-led, that it's local, and that it's part of everybody's community. So we're excited. That's the work we're doing up there. Having said all that, that it's, you know, local, um, you're helping out from California. So how can other people who want to help out who aren't local to Arizona help? I love that question. You're right. I, I do happen to be in California while I'm talking about the important work in Northeast Arizona. And we have a tremendous remote volunteer network from all over the country. And what they do is we just finished an incredibly successful postcard program, 167,000 postcards sent to voters to connect them with their local organizer. And now we're making phone calls to those voters because there's just no other way to get information in such a remote rural area. So so people can go to neaz.org slash call dash voters and help us make some calls. There you go. And we'll have that in the show notes for everyone, too. So you don't have to remember that URL. You can just scroll down to the show notes and push the link and help out. It's so good to see you. Um, you, you mentioned uh, a little bit of anxiety that we're all feeling in these final weeks. Uh, what's giving you hope right now? Uh, the fact that we're making calls to voters who are all voting this year, and that's just extraordinary for a midterm. There's a lot to be hopeful for, and there's a lot at stake. So I appreciate everyone getting to work and making sure we get over the, the last few weeks, and we're going to do this. What's your name? My name is Jason. Hey, Jason. Uh, and have you written letters like this before? I have. Oh, okay. So you're, you're a veteran. Have you written a lot of letters? I'm not, it's, I know it's not a competition, but it kind of is. In 2018, when Democrats were working to take back the House, I wrote postcards for the ACLU, nonpartisan postcards, to remind voters to get out and vote. And we took back the House, so I have a good track record. That's, thank you. Thank you. We needed to do that. So thank you for doing that work. Um, can you share what message you're writing to voters today? Yeah, I'm writing, dear so-and-so, I believe in U.S. democracy. It's so amazing, but also so fragile. And the best way that we as citizens can show our commitment to the American experiment is to have our voices be heard at the ballot box. Midterm elections are super important, so get out there and vote. What's your name? My name is Jenny. 
Jenny, and uh, thank you so much for being here. Are you familiar with Vote Forward, or is this your first time writing letters for them? No, I have written for Vote Forward before. This is my first time writing for them for this midterm election, though. Oh, great. Do you mind sharing what you're writing to voters? Sure. Um, I'm really writing to voters that every vote matters, and especially in the midterm elections, especially because we are voting for local and state representatives that can actually vote on our issues. And so that's why this one is really important. I mentioned a couple of issues that are important to me and just say that together we can make a difference. That's great. And what are those issues that you uh, usually throw in there? Yeah, I've been talking about reproductive rights. That's a big one for me, for sure. Um, the jobs, you know, the job market, having a robust job market um, and fair elections. Mm -hmm. That's great. Yeah. Well, that that resonates with a lot of people as well. So thank you so much for being here and for doing this work. You're very welcome. I'm here with Jessica Stamen, my friend, an amazing activist and the founder of Momtivist that's here helping out with uh, you know, crafts and fun stuff for kids while their folks can do this important political work. Um, tell us about Momtivist. Yeah, so Momtivist is where um, we're, we started as a Facebook group and it was basically for parents who wanted to get active politically and um, were engaged with activism, but who, and it's hard as a parent. It's hard to carve out the time and it's hard to take time away from your family. So actually the original founder, Elisa Angeloni, uh, brought me on. Okay. to this Facebook group, and then uh, the two of us... You found it, as far as I'm concerned, you found oh, it. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so mad credit to Elisa Angeloni. And then, basically, I came on board, and the idea was to try to have, um, first of all, an online forum for parents who wanted to engage with activism and to provide opportunities for them. And we've done a lot of amplifying opportunities that already exist and then creating our own opportunities. So we would have, like, progress playdates where we would all get together in the park and we we would do postcards with the kids. And what was really lovely was like, the kids, you know, the kids sort of would learn through osmosis a little bit of like, oh, well, why are we writing these postcards? Why do we want to reach out to voters? Why does it matter? And so a lot of the kids then would become little activists themselves. And, um, and then as I said, a lot of it too is just amplifying other events that are family friendly because we feel like as activists, we're fighting for the future of our children. So that should be something we can do with our children. It's so powerful and so fun to be able to do this as a family. I know even something as simple as going canvassing um, is so much more impactful and fun when you're doing it with your family. It's actually even easier to talk to people because people are a little less inclined to be rude. They they will not turn you away if you have a cute kid in a stroller. My, uh, my youngest actually loves canvassing. To her, it's like trick-or-treating. So she gets to ring the doorbell. Sometimes I bring the candy so that she's not expecting the candy from the voters. But it is like, it's a way for the kids, as I said, for the kids, they're really getting the message young that like, we are not in this alone, that we're part of a community. So when we're canvassing, we're meeting our neighbors, we're meeting other community members. And then obviously to the voters that you're canvassing, they're seeing how important this is to you. If it is so important to you that you are going out and spending the day with your family, knocking on doors, then clearly, it's important and you're fighting for the values that you and your family believe in. And doing it with your kids and uh, such poise while your daughter's literally climbing over you. But that's what mom to vista is all about, right? This is what mom to vista is about, is what can we accomplish while a ch child is literally climbing on our shoulders. Um, but you know, parents are amazing multitaskers. You know you're a parent. Parents, A, are amazing multitaskers and B, in some ways, have the most at stake. It's the future of our kids that we're fighting for. My daughter is five years old. 
I refuse to live in a country where she will not have the right to her own body. Um, everything is at stake. And I refuse to live in a world, you know, where global warming is going to endanger her life and the life of her children and grandchildren, should she choose to have children and grandchildren. So a lot is at stake. So that's what we're fighting for. You're amazing. I'm so happy to see you. It's been since pre-pandemic, I think, since I've seen you in person. Please, yeah, say hi to Chaz and, uh, and thank you for everything that you continue to do. Thank you. Thank you as well. I'm here with what's your name? Tim. Hi, Tim. And have you written letters like this before? Yes, once before in the 2020 election. Okay, and you're here with a group of friends, and they're still writing letters. You've finished your bundle, so now you're just drinking. <laughs> yeah, I'm planning on taking 20 home with me. My, you, you don't write these much, write that much with physical instruments. At least I don't. I'm on the computer all day, so it kind of takes a lot out of the hand, but it's been a rewarding experience. That's great. And can you share what you've been, the message that you've been giving to voters as you've been writing these letters? Sure, yeah. I mean, I've, I've been saying, you know, your vote is your voice and it matters and that to see change in this country takes time and progress starts at the ballot box and we want to hear your voice. I am here with Mary and Paulette. Paulette, thank you. Um, you all are both writing letters. You've got a, a list. You're knocking off the names as you go. Is this your first time uh, doing this? It sure is, yes. How are you finding it? Is, is it uh, tedious? Is it fun? How are you finding this? I felt like there was something I needed to do, and I just didn't know how. So this seemed like very easy. Come down here, everything's provided, and I took off and started going. That's great. And would you mind sharing what you're writing to voters? Not at all. I'm writing that I value the democratic process, that it's important that we be able to vote, and so we need to all vote before it disappears. And that I also believe that my daughters should have equal rights to their male counterparts. So that's why I'm doing this. Wonderful. And what about you? What are you writing? I wrote a more <clears throat> personal thing. I said that I'd been voting since I was 21, and that I... Um, had never, never missed an election in the last, you know, umpty-ump years. And, <laughs> and that I, I remember the excitement that I felt when I first voted at that age, and I still feel that excited about voting today. So, oh yes, and then I particularly like the fact that I have a say in the government that's going to have an impact on my life. What's your name? My name is Stephanie. And have you written these letters before? Is this your first time? This is my first time doing it with this organization. So I did kind of um, through a different organization and past elections, but I'm happy to do it with this organization. This is a fabulous event. Great. And do you mind sharing what you're writing to the voters? Oh, no, not at all. Um, I'm probably writing more than I should, <laughs> but... Um, By the way, there is, uh, I was talking to Scott Foreman, and there is some evidence that a longer kind of really personal, heartfelt uh, letter is more effective than just shorter notes in, in some cases, too. So maybe you're not writing too much. Thank you for saying that. <laughs> it is taking me a long time. I'm definitely the tortoise at this race. But um, so I'm talking about how I just feel, you know, while I recognize that our country and our political process have its challenges, have their challenges. Um, I feel fortunate to be able to vote, and so that's one of the reasons that I do, because I can. Um, and I do it because it's empowering, and I feel like right now for so many of us, 
you know, it's very easy to feel um, kind of divorced from what's going on and insignificant and kind of powerless. And this is an active step that I can take to feel like I'm part of the process and making a difference. And um, because I care about the world and the people that live in it, and I want to, if I can, help to leave something better behind for the next generation, and I want to show my child what it means to be an active agent of change in the world. I love that. That is wonderful. And yes, you're right. That is a long letter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for being here. It's a pleasure to meet you. Pleasure. Thanks for, for doing this and getting the word out as well. What's your name? Tracy. Tracy. And uh, what brought you here to this event today? Um, actually, I'm volunteering here. Um, my friend Rebecca works, is at the New York one right now. And so I'm here representing for her and for everybody here, actually. That's awesome. And have you written these letters? Are you familiar with Vote Forward before? I'm not familiar. This is my first time. Uh, and how do you like writing the letters? I love it. It's therapeutic. Can you share what you're writing to voters? What, what I'm writing? Yeah. Um, I said I vote because it is an opportunity for me to weigh in, in on issues that matter most to me, the people I love, and the community that I live in. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for volunteering and helping out with the event, too. No problem. I'm here with Shaw Bauman, <laughs> the organizer of this great event, hundreds of people writing letters together. Like, that shouldn't be sexy. That shouldn't be like a fun activity. Hundreds of people sitting at tables writing letters. But it is, because we've got delicious food and uh, special guest speakers, and we have uh, a, a dance performance by the LA Dance Project, which is really cool. You put this all together. How are you feeling? Feel good. Yeah, no, we have uh, simultaneous events happening today in LA and New York. And we had a goal of 10,000 letters, and we have already written as of a few hours ago at least 5,000. So we're more than halfway to our goal because that doesn't take into account the LA letters. Yeah, it's been great. Lots of people turning up and um, really grateful to all the restaurants in town and, uh, and, and alcohol purveyors for donating lots of great stuff to keep the volunteers happy and engaged. Yeah, it's been great. And I buried the lead uh, former executive producer of the How We Win podcast, <laughs> too. It's so good to see you since you moved to Santa Fe. I haven't seen you in person. Uh, so let me just ask you what we ask everybody. What's giving you hope right now? Well, I mean, this has been really inspiring to see everyone's enthusiasm. And um, I know we, you like it when people say the children, <laughs> the younger generation. So, but yeah, no, I think it's actually the older generation that's giving me hope right this second. But, um, but yeah, no, I think it's been really inspiring to watch people show up even despite the fatigue, you know, of the last many years. So Agreed. Thank you, Shaw. Thanks for putting this on. It's fun to have the band back together. Thanks. Thank you so much for coming out in the field with us today. This is how we win. We win when we all get involved. Now go write some letters. Help Vote Forward reach their goal of 5 million letters, and then make sure you send them off on Saturday, October 29th. That is the big send date. The date matters. Don't send it before that. And uh, thank you for doing that. It really is effective. 
Um, also, we would love to hear from you. You don't have to write us a letter, but you can send us an email at hello at howwewinpod.com. Or you can even tweet to us at howwewinpod or at bluesboysteve. That's me. Make sure you subscribe. Crush that subscribe button. Rate and review on Apple or wherever you get your pods. And share the show with your friends and family. There's always work to do, so of course we'll be back with our regular show on Wednesday. <laughs>